for my first episode i'd like to hit in hard and i like to hit in strong we're gonna talk about everyone's favorite topic which is life <laughs> now many of you know that life is just life everyone knows that life is hard that's one thing but i really i have a different perspective on life i really think god outdid himself with life we all know that it's a gift but he really outdid himself because life is actually complicated and easy at the same time it really is as hard and difficult and challenging as it may be it's also sweet and lovely and enjoyable there are good moments and there are bad moments and a lot of the time people will tell you when you go through bad moments, it's how you react to those bad moments, you know. It's your choice. You gotta go through it. You gotta be tough. You gotta get back up. And fair enough, you do. Bad times don't last always, but neither do good times. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> Life is literally a roller coaster. Ups and downs, up and down. Most people, for some people, it's always up. I'm not sure if others... I mean, for most people, it's always down. I've never heard of people always having an up life. Because the suicide, the highest suicide rate, uh, rate is amongst rich people. And then poor people want to get rich. So I, I don't know what happens there. I, I really don't know what happens there. By the way, suicide is a really serious uh, issue. We'll talk about that in another episode. But yes... The thing is, it really is, life really is what you make of it. I really never, if you took the time to understand that sentence, if you really sit down and meditate on it, you get what I'm saying. So the book of Ecclesiastics, I don't know if you if, if you guys ever read it, I suggest you do. It's a very depressing book. I don't know who wrote it, but <laughs> a lot of the times you will see that it says everything under everything we do under the sun is meaningless. I don't know which version of the Bible you guys use, but mine uses the word futile. So everything is futile, meaning meaningless. It doesn't matter. Everything, every at the end of each paragraph, um, at the end of each, yeah, passage, it says everything is futile because we're all gonna die. We're really all gonna die. So, but in the beginning, it says we are here to occupy time god gave us a gift to occupy ourselves you know like little kids playing with toys yeah because <laughs> i babysit my niece and nephew a lot so i always give them the th- the four-year-old yo i love the four-year-old i just switch on the tv and she's yo she's like the best she just sits down and watches miraculous ladybug like the whole day thank goodness i have the whole thing recorded don't ask me why but <laughs> she sits down in there and then the one-year-old i just have to give him something to push like we don't necessarily have a toy car i just give him a box or anything that he can move and he's occupied so i feel like that's what god is doing with us with life because i noticed that when miraculous ladybug finishes she's up and she's up and about and she's coming to me and yeah, i want to watch that's us whenever we suffer financial loss oh my gosh father please help me you see or when the one-year-old is tired of pushing and is now hungry comes to me ah, 
one wants food. We've also been through that. You know, when there's no food, oh God, can I please just have enough money just to buy bread? You know, <laughs> I think it's kind of like that. I really think I'm pulling up very horrible examples, but we really are here to occupy time because we all know that we're going to die. And death isn't, I feel like the topic of death shouldn't be as bad as people make it out to be. People die, that's the reality of things. But if you as a Christian know that there's life after, after death, you shouldn't necessarily fear death. And which is why I say people don't fear death, they fear how they're going to die. Because the how part, hey, that, that, that's where things get, that's where things get wonky. So car accidents, um, suffering, you know, people in hospitals, it, it's sad things. It, it really is sad things. I feel more sorry for the people that die in hospital, you know, sickness, because you suffer. You suffer, and then I'm still paying the bills, and <laughs> I'm still paying the bills, and then you die. It's like, yo, it's money you're not getting back. <laughs> but jokes aside, I think people fear more on how people are going to die, and not necessarily death itself. Because we believe that we have attained heaven through the blood of Jesus Christ, we're going to heaven. So it's a world of peace and tranquility and everyone wants that. Everyone wants to live a life of peace and joy and comfort and no more sorrow. It doesn't even touch your it doesn't even come to mind like sorrow problems, nothing. It's just peace. So but we are here in this world for a purpose. And going back to Genesis, we are made in the likening uh likeliness. The likeness of God. I don't know which passage it is, but in Genesis it says, God says, let us make man in our own image. So we are here to reflect his nature. Hence why the greatest commandment is to love God and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So the things you're willing to do for yourself, you must do for your neighbor. But it's hard. It is hard. It's not impossible. It's just hard. To love your neighbor is the most hardest thing a Christian could ever do. Because one, you will feel like you're taking advantage, you're being taken advantage of, and most people don't like that. And two, there's a twinge of expectancy in people who do good. Selfless acts should be done without expecting anything in return, but you just can't help it with human nature because you give good and you expect good. Which is not wrong because according to the guidelines of life found in the book of Proverbs, that's what it says. A fool is a fool and a wise man is wise. He who is quick to speak is a fool. You know you know how Proverbs, the book of Proverbs is the one who is slow to anger is the wisest of them all. He who does wicked deeds will never see the sun. But he who does good will receive good. You know how, that, that's how I read Proverbs. <laughs> but that's what it says. But the thing is, such things are not necessarily guaranteed. And because of that expectancy of good, that's why we get disappointed. It's because you don't receive the good, the goodness you were expecting. So now you're like, ah, 
no man i'm not gonna what's the point of doing good if i don't receive anything in return you know but you're supposed to do it wholeheartedly and willingly that is true love because if you think about it our parents are in no way obligated to take care of us they're really not they did their part mothers gave birth fathers provided aunts took care of us. grandmothers took care of us uncles took you my uncle took very good care of me i remember breaking his neck this one time because i would always want to be on his neck like father wasn't there so uncle came in uh, uncle stepped up shape yo i <laughs> yo he did the most anywho moving on where was i yo i lost my train of thought anywho <laughs> anywho i don't know if i want you guys but i do tend to go off track and this happens more often than usual but the point is that life life oh, man eight minutes in i'm so disappointed in myself like i was really going on to a good point i think i'll just end it here it's fine so i really hope i touch <laughs> i really hope i touch um i touch you guys in whatever way life what was i talking about mothers yes Whew, finally we're back <laughs> parents are in no way obligated to take care of us they did they did their part families did their part and once you get to a certain age there's nothing holding holding me at you me against you there's nothing but because of love and i know that i don't receive anything in return especially when i babysit my niece and nephew I know I'm not getting anything in return because my older brother doesn't pay me. But I love them to bits. They're like the sweetest angels. Naughty as they are, they're like the sweetest angels ever. So I really think that it's God's nature not to spoil us. Because if you notice how spoiled we are, we are. Oh God, I want this now. <laughs> God, can I please have this? How many of us have actually taken the time to be like, God, you know what? I respect you for taking care of this entire world and you still consider me. And I must just trust that your timing is perfect. Because the book of Job, ill Job suffered a lot. Righteous man, righteous man. But I think his story was showing us that there really is no righteous person. We are all born of original sin. Yes, his acts were good and he he was pleasing to the Lord. But we don't know the full story of his life. But he was pleasing enough for God to boast about him. It's like the devil came and he and God was like, Did you consider Job? <laughs> like he pointed towards Job, knowing very well that he was more than capable to withstand whatever, whatever the devil came, comes with, whatever. And so it happens. So the book of Job shows us that, okay. Um, what he got was out of pure grace and when it was lost he didn't curse God but when he he got to breaking point at the end he called for God and God came and was like okay I'm here and prepare to answer me like a man that part was scary for me I could never imagine God coming to us and be like prepare to answer me like a man 
no 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 i said i i didn't i didn't say anything yo i i would be so ashamed but he did and the thing is i don't know if you guys have read job for the entire job 42 but god doesn't necessarily answer the question why uh, why is job suffering he god tells like god says things like can you do this can you do that can you watch the deer give birth do you keep the oceans off land do you do this and do you do that and that shows you god really looks at the grand scheme of things something which i've only realized now we know that each on this world each man for himself god for us all but and and it's true each man for themselves god for us all god is for us all in the grand scheme of things because remember we're not here to live for ourselves even though god is for us we're not here to live for ourselves only but for the benefit of mankind we are here for the benefit of mankind how i don't know that's why each one of us is here we are unique we are special we all have our talents and yeah that's why we are here only god has answers to those things i don't know all i know is we're all here for a reason it we there is a time for everything and god chose us to be born in this time can you imagine being born in world war ii during that time or during apartheid i i'm pretty sure i would have died first round not yo i'm not a fighter guys <laughs> i'm really not a fighter i feel like our ancestors were powerful beyond comprehension yo apartheid history doesn't do justice the things that happened during that time was yo and world war one also the spanish flu when it first broke out imagine dying of the spanish flu of all things yeah 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 yeah. no guys we're living in good times really corona is nothing we're living in good times hey so anyway going back (laughs) so there is another movie called the prince of egypt in case you guys are interested so the prince of egypt one of the songs it's called look at your life so how do you know what a man that's one this is one of the verses how do you know what a man is worth by what he builds or buys you can never see with your eyes on earth you must look through heaven's eyes i was yo that song really touched me we're very judgmental people we want to see the we want to see people's good deeds to sh- to to have an opinion of them but in actuality we're not supposed to because the bible somewhere in the bible it says do not blow the trumpets do not blow the horns when you do good uh, when you do good deeds your left hand must not know what your right hand is doing in other words you must do things in secret for your father who sees in secret will reward in secret do We are here for the benefit of mankind. So whatever you do, do it for the benefit of others and yourself. God will take care of you as he does with the birds. So that's why I say life is complicated. Summing everything up, life really is complicated but easy at the same time. You can feed off motivational speeches and all these videos and all of that. But at the end, it really does all come down to you one and another thing i've noticed about successful stories every one of them aims like people regard success as financial 
freedom, you know? We look at someone who owns a BMW factory. Yo, you're so successful. We look at someone like Kylie Jenner. Yo, she's a, she's a billionaire. She's so successful. Can we praise the Spaza shop owner? I think that's success too. The ShopRite manager. That's success. We hold, yo, the, the, the term success in our society is warped, guys. That's why there's no more peace. We aspire to be like millionaires and billionaires. Everyone, everyone just wants to be a millionaire. Everyone. There's no hey, There's no individuality. There's no speciality. Whatever. There's, yo, guys, I just, I just want to be happy. I just want to be at peace with whatever I have. Because you come to a point where, when is it enough? Millionaires want billionaires. Billionaires want tri- trillions. Millions want billions. Billions want trillions. One house wants two houses. Because honestly speaking, honestly speaking, I judge. God knows I judge. It's, it's, it's bad, but I do. These, these rich people, they buy like three houses, each one worth 55, 100 million dollars sharp. But you're one person. What are you doing with three houses? No, there's one in there, one there, one there, because I'm always on tour. Exactly, you're always on tour, sleeping in um, hotels and things. So what are you, who's sleeping in the other house? Why each house is like a hundred bedrooms? What are you doing with that? You Maybe I'm speaking like this because I don't have money, but... <laughs> But still, sometimes I sometimes I feel like it's too much. By moving, uh, going back, life is complicated. Yes, but life is, uh, simple. There is no set formula to life. I've had this conversation with one of my friends before, and I really feel like it's such a nice topic because there really is no set formula or recipe of life. You read, you you read a lot about successful people. Uh, only two percent succeed, ninety eight don't. But what's your definition of success? Can we talk about that? What's your definition? Not society. What's your definition of success? What you want to do because you want to do it, not because so- uh, society has their eyes on you. Honestly, because at the end of the day, people talk regardless. Really, they talk regardless. And this is one thing I've learned. I've become so confident going into town with like techies and the world's baggiest jeans. And for and for women, because we jump all the time when we have to pick up our jeans. That, yo, it's it's a very embarrassing outfit. But I've become so comfortable going in that. I've realized that when you look good, you get, you get eyes. When you look bad, you get eyes. So you get eyes regardless of what you do. So really live for yourself and not for others. If you want to make your parents proud, that's okay. That's fine. Nothing against that. If you want to make yourself proud, even better. But don't do it because you want recognition from these people that don't even feed you, that don't even buy you clothes, they don't even give you words of encouragement, nothing. They're just there. They just breathe air, likes on Facebook, post, tag, whatever. They're just there. Talk us, but not do us. Speaking of which, I also saw another verse somewhere in the Bible. It says we should be doers of the word and not just hearers. That's another issue. I have with us Christians. We hear, yeah, you must love your neighbor, you must share, you must ing ing, but do you actually do it? You know? And when you do it, you must do it consistently. 
not just me i i admit fault and <laughs> i i really do admit fault i'm not i'm not a doer of some of the things in the way but i'm getting there i'm getting there slowly but surely the sharing i can share it's not always about money also i think it was peter who was healing yeah the paralyzed man i i could be wrong i'm not sure if it's peter or what but the beggar outside the synagogue was asking for help and he said peter or or paul whoever one of the disciples said gold and silver i do not have but what i have is the word of god get up and walk and he walked miracle best miracle of a lifetime so we can share many in more ways than one and i feel like words are very more powerful just sending a message to someone even strangers i being i feel like being nice to strangers is is better than being nice to your family because we are africans <laughs> enough said <laughs> we are africans so to conclude this i know i rebel a lot and this is just my perspective on life complicated yet simple but it really is what you make of it and you give it meaning because the word you know english is messed up so down the line um our versions may say futile and meaningless but if you go back to the original hebrew translation it's hevel that's that's the word, or chaval and I, I don't know hebrew but <laughs> which means smoke so you know how smoke when you try to grab it you can't really grab it it just goes through your fingers but you can shape it i don't know if you guys watch america's got talent but you can shape smoke and that's the best part of it so life really is what you make of it and it starts with you people have a different outlook on life you can look at the sun they are very peaceful and joyful moments you look at and i feel like it's best to hold on to those rather than holding on to depressing times because jesus did say i think it's john 16 jesus did say you will face adversities and trouble he didn't say they won't be but you will but he also gave us the armor you put on the armor of god and things like that of course these things are easier said than done they really are but it's it's just a matter of practice you know daily practice and truly getting into it and you're like you know what i really can do this i wake up every day yes it's stressful but you're still waking up every single day so i hope this blesses y'all i'd like to conclude with why um science doesn't explain why the ocean is blue so i for those of you that heard my trailer i asked the question why is the sky blue the sky is blue because of the gases in the atmosphere sharp we get that but why is the ocean blue if water is colorless so they say no water is reflecting the color of the sky sharp i get that but during sunset we um the sun goes down so meaning light reflects at a different angle giving us that orange reddish sunset turning the sky orange red whatever but the water still stays blue so explain to me why the ocean is blue because it's so po- if it reflects off the sky then it should also turn orange yellow and i've never seen an orange yellow ocean in my life so and beneath the the ocean floor it's dark brown because sand is brown or even black but the water is still blue so hey that's just food for you guys to think anywho hope this blesses you guys and yes i am mpo 
and i'm signing out i don't know i don't know how to end the podcast but this is my first episode so bye